Hello, my name is Jerry Hancock from Men in Balance and meninbalance.org, an organization dedicated to the spiritual development of men. And we have a series of topics that we talk about that um, we believe have an impact on men and their spiritual life. And so we'll be passing along some of the thoughts on the subject today of career and work-life balance that might uh, have some interest to you. So um, when you think about your own career and the work that you're doing, number of hours that you're putting in at work and all of that, how do you see yourself as being either in balance or out of balance with your work life and your home life? Um, or if you're now retired, how would you look back over your working career and grade yourself on that topic? One of the main things that men get criticized for a lot at home, of course, is the number of hours they spend at work. And, um, and of course, the the dilemma there is that we all want to provide a greater standard of living for our family. And in fact, many times our family pushes us to provide a, an even um, an ever greater standard of living. And in order to do that, we have to work harder. And that means more hours and uh, staying longer at the office, which takes us then away from the family. We get criticized to be either way. We get criticized for being away from the family for work or for not uh, providing well enough for the family uh, you know, in the jobs that we have or whatever. So a lot of men feel like they're in a catch-22 there, that they can't do things right in terms of spending the proper amount of time at home and the proper amount of time at work and on top of that, they feel like that they sacrifice their own needs sometimes and not do things that they would like to do for the sake of providing time for their family. So how you manage this um, balance, and it is a balance, uh, really will have an impact on you and your family. I've talked to a lot of guys who are married for the second time, and they say their first marriage broke up because they spent so much time working that they were not available to their wives or their families. So um, maybe you can give some thought to that. How much time am I spending at work and is it the appropriate amount and is there something I need to do to adjust that? You know, the dilemma here is that we guys like to work. We were raised to work. We were socialized, programmed, taught to enjoy our work and to do it well. And many of us uh, in the survey that we did, for example, reported that they absolutely forgot how much time they were spending at the office. They get caught up in things. They forget what the time is. All of a sudden, they are later going home than they intended to be. Well, that's certainly a possibility, and it's uh, certainly something that happens. But here's what I want you to think about. When you are spending an inordinate amount of time at work, there's a cost that you're paying for that. Um, maybe the cost is nothing more than a frustrated spouse or whatever, but you know there are numerous examples from uh, the Cat Stevens song, Cat in the Cradle, uh, to all of the, uh, the numerous uh, wrecked careers and marriages that come from an overcommitment to work. So I would just like to ask you some questions as we think about this topic of developing balance in our work and home life. Well, maybe the first question is, how much do you personally identify with your career? 
if you think about it, every time a guy meets another guy at a cocktail party or whatever, what's the second question that he asks after he's learned the guy's name? What do you do for a living? And immediately, like it or not, we start making judgments about what that person is about based on what they tell us they do for a living. And, and of course, that's really unfair. But we tend to do that because we become so personally identified with our career. So if you think about that topic a minute, what is the implication of that? Um, one of the implications of it, unfortunately, is that if we lose our job, then our ego is absolutely crushed because we don't have a persona or a uh, life apart from our job. We identify so totally with our job that if we don't have that anymore, we don't feel worthy for some reason. Um, and of course, that's really not a rational way to think, but it is, unfortunately, the way a lot of us think. I've actually known men who got laid off at work who didn't tell their wives and went to the library or wherever for uh, as much as two weeks before they could get around to telling their wife that they do not have a job. Uh, they just couldn't go home and make that announcement to their spouse. So I would suggest from a spiritual development point of view that it's important that we bring some balance to our work life and home life, not just to keep peace at home, although that's very important, but to fill us out as men so that we don't become so one-sided, so uh, monochromatic, if you will, so that we don't look to our work as the primary source of our happiness and therefore the, uh, we tend to fall apart when we no longer have that or if we have to change jobs or take a job that is uh, not the kind of work that we would like to do. There's another reason that getting this work-life balance thing into shape is important and that is one of these days you're going to retire if you're not already and as you may have experienced or know someone who's experienced this that when someone retires they all of a sudden have nothing to do and don't know quite what to do with themselves. I'm told that uh, LBJ when he left the office as president and went to his farm in Texas and had nothing to do he gathered up all his workers and told them to create a spreadsheet of every chicken that they owned and the output of each chicken by day and a summary report for the month. So even though he didn't manage world affairs anymore, he had to manage something, so he managed his chickens. And uh, for him, I guess that made a, made a substitute. But as you think about identifying with your career and identifying with um, your work as who you are, when you retire, that can make things pretty difficult. So my advice would be, even now, whatever stage you are in your career, to begin planning for retirement, easing toward that day when you will no longer go into work and uh, work on a full-time basis. Again, in the survey that we did, a lot of men reported, 34% of men reported that work causes them to miss family events. Uh, Men said by 65%, the primary reason that I work hard is to maintain or improve our family's standard of living. Uh, I feel a great deal of pressure to provide well for my family. More than 61% of the men answered yes to that. 51%, I'm able to forget about work once I'm home with my family. 
but that means 49% are not able to forget about work once they get home. Uh, I'm aware that work takes time away from my family, but I don't feel like I have a choice, 43%. I have turned down promotions in order to have more time with my family, only 22% have said that, um, and 28% actually admit to being a workaholic. And the good news is that a number of men do believe, a large number of men do believe that their work and life, uh, their work life and their personal life is more or less in balance or that they are working to bring it into balance. So let's talk about some of the topics or the questions that you might want to just ask yourself if you're wrestling with this question or if you've gotten some feedback about this from your spouse. Um, and I would say pay attention to that feedback because women have needs that are sometimes contradictory or seem so at least to men. They want more security which means you have to work harder and provide financially for them but they also want emotional connection and they want that with their men. So it, it, it seems hard to meet both those needs. We, um, we can tie ourselves up with work and even be thinking about work when we are home or we travel a lot and we're away from our families and yet when we're there we can be tired or emotionally absent or whatever the thing may be so that our spouses and our family don't feel commitment uh, from us to be where we are at that time. The question of whether you check email at home, for example, might be a good one to ask yourself. Or do you take uh, work phone calls when you're at home? Or, or maybe you've got a uh, small business where you don't have a choice but to be pretty intimately involved with your um, work even 24-7. Whatever. But the question is, can you think about bringing this work-life balance into a perspective that makes sense for you. I just want to point out here something that's very important. Um, if you and your spouse have never had a conflict over this issue, then this is not something for you to worry about. Because, for example, I had a business with my spouse for a number of years, and we both worked very hard in those early days to make that business successful and to get it up and running. So we went home uh, many days, both of us exhausted from a long day at work, but we were both satisfied with how we'd spent our time. We didn't have children at home, uh, and so we weren't neglecting each other's needs. We were setting aside time for that, but we were working long hours. So the real question here is whether there is some conflict or some feedback that you might have gotten from either your spouse or your family that perhaps you are not spending enough time at home. You know, one of the sad things is I think a lot of men feel like their family doesn't appreciate all the sacrifices that they make for them. Um, and, and maybe that's true and maybe it's not, but sometimes I think we men can get to feeling a little bit sorry for ourselves and think all the things we're giving up but it's also true that our family is giving up a great deal when we are not there as well. Uh, and, and maybe we can be a little more empathetic to their situation and a little less self-absorbed about our own concerns, uh, whether we got to play enough golf or whether we got to be out with our friends or, or doing the things that we wanted to do. Uh, if you see yourself as working a lot of hours but with little satisfaction, you're probably headed for a dangerous situation. That's the that's the classic uh, 
male issue of midlife crisis. It doesn't have to be a midlife crisis, but if you have nothing to fall back on when you get to midlife and realize that uh, you're just putting in lots of hours and you're never going to be president of the company and uh, things are not going as well as you'd like them to, you've missed promotions or whatever, you can just feel like you're in a rat race that's going nowhere. And so the consequences of that are not good. And there's another question that uh, you probably should ask yourself why do so many men tend to derail in midlife uh, their careers and their marriages uh, you know somewhere around 40-45 years old men start to look for some depth and meaning to their life and if it's not coming from work then it has to come from home well if they've got conflict at home and maybe the conflict is about work uh, then it's a pretty unrewarding life. It's a pretty empty life. So it's easy for men to all of a sudden decide that they no longer are fulfilled and they take that out on buying sports cars or chasing women or getting alcoholic or um, doing things that are unhealthy and, and as a consequence they may lose either or both their career and their marriage. It amazes me when you look back at the number of men who have been on some stage in front of a microphone in the last 10 or 12 years confessing to affairs or confessing to briberies or confessing to crimes um, and torpedoing their careers, their reputations, and you could go on and on. This ranges from uh, John Edwards, for example, as a politician, to... Um, Rick Sanford, the governor of South Carolina. I mean, the the, the circumstances get absolutely absurd, uh, but the issues are always the same. And the question is, why did they, why did their careers end this way? And how could they have uh, maybe seen the the uh, warning signs sometime earlier, and maybe made things better, or certainly changed the outcome? Here's another question for you. If you were counseling a young man who was about to go into um, a career, what would you advise him to do? What have you learned from your own career that you would want your son to learn or do differently? Uh, what would you say to them? Give that some thought. Maybe, maybe on your next uh, commute into work, give that some thought. What do I want to pass along to my son about the importance of work and work um, family balance? Because when you answer that question, you'll probably start to learn the things that are troubling you about your own situation. So let's wrap it up for there, uh, for now. I'm Jerry Hancock from MenInBalance.org. Thank you for joining us on this subject of career. Look forward to hearing you again.